Hello and welcome to the SPK Betting Podcast. And this week we are focusing on the FA Cup fourth round. Over the next half an hour, we can give you everything you need ahead of a busy weekend's football. My name is Alex Brinton. And as usual, I'm joined by Izzy Barker and Freddie Walker in the studio. Izzy, how was your weekend? Yeah, it was great, to be honest. Um, I feel like having Ivan Tony back was a massive talking point. I'm really pleased I stuck with my guns on that one yeah. because that came through. Um, I was so confident about, about it on the last episode. So I'm really pleased that that came through <laughs> um, for our listeners and for myself. Um, so yeah, good weekend, to be honest. And Freddie, for you, mate, um, how do you feel that this sort of staggered winter break is over and we've got some a lot of football back? Yeah, I'm very happy that this next weekend we're getting 10... 10 full well a lot of FA Cup and then the week coming we've got 10 full Premier League games so it's uh, it's going to be nice to, to see all the teams back playing again perfect and in terms of correct selections Izzy led the way last week she got Brentford to beat Forest and Ivan Tony to score it was sort of written in the stars really wasn't it um, a whopping two there yeah yeah <laughs> the bar was low this the bar week was low. <laughs> um, this week we're going to be focusing on Tottenham Man City there's a lot of really good games um in the FA Cup fourth round uh particularly the other one that really caught my eye was uh West Brom Wolves on Sunday mm. at a lovely 11 yeah. 45 yeah. kickoff um uh they I don't think West Brom I don't think Wolves have beaten West Brom for a, a long time yeah. like 10 years or something in the league in at the Hawthorns so that's great um but we're focusing on Friday night's game Tottenham v Man City is he Two teams that probably value this competition a little bit differently. City are probably fighting on three fronts for the rest of the season. Spurs, while they want to get top four, they could really win a trophy. How much do you think how they value this competition is going to sort of play a role in how you predict this game? Well, I guess you see Ange and his talking about the FA Cup, saying it's not the pinnacle of this club and things like that. But I think their fan base would say differently. Um, it's coming up to nearly 16 years now since they won a major trophy. Um, back that, that was the League Cup that they last won. Mm. Uh, I, see, I see Freddie with a little yeah, yeah. in his eyes. say it again. <laughs> 16 years. Um, and so, yeah, you know, they're going to be absolutely chomping at the bit to get their hands on a trophy. But then you look at City and I think, you know, we talk about what this competition means. I think what it boils down to is the they are coming into this game in the potentially the best form of the season. I know Freddie will touch on things like uh, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium being a bit of a bogey stadium for um, City. But I think what we're going to see in this game isn't kind of what the competition means. It's just the quality of City is going to prevail in it. But obviously there's amazing memories for City, the holders and, um, you know, scoring a goal in 12 seconds, like the record for an FA Cup final goal. Um, so some amazing memories for the club. And I think they've got the quality to absolutely go the full way this season. Freddie, Man City have never won at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and they actually haven't even scored a goal. Yeah. Spurs, I know we know you don't like Spurs, but <laughs> they are at five to win this. And with those stats in mind, how appealing is that to you? Yeah, well, putting on my unbiased hat, those odds are really, really good for, for Spurs to, to beat City, I think. Because well, I always go into Spurs City games thinking, oh, it's going to be different this time. Spurs uh, are going to get trouts to like Arsenal have in previous years to City. But every time they, they turn up and they, they, they still perform against City, um, like you've said, I haven't conceded against City at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and haven't lost to them. So it really is one of those kind of bogey teams for Pep Guardiola and City. And even this year, there's been a 3-3 at the Etihad. So... Historically, it's been defensive football that Spurs have been able to beat City with, so they, they kind of sit back and then hit them on the counter. 
But then that 3-3 that I just mentioned kind of goes against that and does play the attack in football. So maybe Spurs are just City's kryptonite and, uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll pull off a good result here again. And Izzy, when you look at the goals market, these two sides are like top of the Premier League averages for goals in per game. Where in the sort of over-unders are you thinking is good for value? And um, yeah, so what, what appeals really? I kind of looked at this in, in two aspects, really. Um, I think if you want to play it safe, you can go for over 2.5 goals. That was at 1.48 on SBK. Um, as you mentioned, goals are always on the agenda in this fixture. Um, so there's plenty of scope for a, a repeat of that, I think. Um, you mentioned those stats. Um, Tottenham have a league high of 16 of their 21 matches um, have seen over 2.5 goals. Um, and obviously one of those fixtures was that 3-3 draw at the Etihad. Um, yeah, some some pretty staggering stats in terms of goals and things like that. But if you want to push it a bit, which more appealed to me, you can go over 3.5 goals at 2.22 on SBK. Um, just delving into that a bit more, three of the last four meetings between these sides have seen both teams score over 3.5 goals. You know, that recent history really playing into that. So I think it's going to be another goal fest, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and Freddie, Tottenham are the only team to have scored in every Premier League game this season. Great stat for them. With yeah. both teams to score hitting in 80% of their home games and 67% of City's aways. How confident are you about backing that? Yeah, I'm I'm confident about that one. Uh, it, it looks like it really should hit, shouldn't it? Neither, neither defence has been particularly incredible this year. City have showed signs of weakness and served Tottenham as well. So I think the Man City players we all know about they can they can get goals can't they Julian Alvarez Phil Foden will probably be playing Bernardo Silva so KDB's back now as well yeah. so yeah there's there's a lot of threat um on that Spurs defense and then I'd say maybe with this one the slight worry for Spurs is obviously no human son he's away at the Asian Cup um but Richarlison has hit some amazing goal scoring form he's scored six in his last seven so I think he's he's a good chance at getting on the the score sheet as well here and Izzy, Spurs are missing both Basuma and Saar from their midfield, who have been like really crucial for them this year. They're both at AFCON. Against United, they brought in uh, Oli Skip, Bentancur and Hoiberg, who I think all did pretty well. Bentancur is a great player. How much do you fancy, against City, how much do you fancy one of them to pick up a card? <laughs> I think the card market is a great um, area to look at when you're covering, when you're trying to bet on Tottenham. Because up until recently, they were the, had the worst disciplinary record in the league. Um, I think they've just been replaced by Sheffield United in terms of yellow cards. Um, but they're top of the, joint top of the table with um, on red cards. Um, and... With Hoiberg, I'm definitely backing him to, to get a card. Um, I couldn't quite see the odds on SBK currently, but um, out of all the players in the Prem this season, he's in that top 20. He's at 19. Um, he's got nine yellows. No reds yet, so I would definitely back him for a yellow card. Um, but he's obviously got that worst disciplinary record in the Spurs team, so I'd definitely focus on him for sure. And Freddie, it's possible we could see a return for James Madison. He's back in training as of, I think, Wednesday. Um, how good was he at the start of the season and any player bets surrounding, surrounding him that really sort of stand out to you? Yeah, well, it's, it's quite frightening that he's still to kind of come back into the Spurs team after after so long and they're, they're doing pretty well this season. Yeah. He was really making them tick at the beginning of the year. His absence then kind of led to a dip in form, but they've been able to recover from that and get things back on track. He started the season with three goals, five assists in 11 games. So he was really contributing to that, that Spurs team. And I, I fully expect those stats to continue to rise. I, I, I'm going to back him as an anytime goal scorer here at 4.4 in SBK. Uh, so I think if he is starting for, for Spurs, then I think he has a really good chance of getting on the score sheet. 
and Izzy, Kevin De Bruyne returned against Newcastle with a pretty breathtaking cameo, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Um, a goal and an unbelievable assist. Um, when looking at the goal score market for this one, how, how does he appeal to you? Yeah, definitely. It was 3.75 on SBK. Um, you touched on that cameo. I think that really plays into this match. Um, you know, he's a big game player, but also, you know, it just took 21 minutes for him to get, you know, those amazing, that amazing uh, performance, sorry. Um, his recent form and, and that ability, I think, to kind of make late runs, set pieces, um, you know, will be such a threat to Tottenham's defence. I think that'll really play into it. Um, but... His last goal in the FA Cup came last season against Bristol City. So, you know, it's gonna. it's been a long while since he got a goal in the FA Cup. So but I think this could be his moment for sure. OK, and Freddie, when you've been researching this match, what has really jumped out to you when you're sort of looking to where you're going to place your bets? Yeah, well, something that really stuck out was that Phil Foden has 16 goals. Yeah. He's contributed to 16 goals in 14 starts in the FA Cup for Man City. So he's got 11 goals and five assists. Wow. Um, he got two in the last round against Huddersfield. So I, I fancy him to, to get another one here at 3.05 on SBK. So... Phil Foden to get a goal. He's got four in his last five games. He's in good form. So, yeah, that's what I'm backing him. And is he the same question for you? Is it I the was, same answer? No, I was enticed <laughs> by that Foden stat. I did notice that a lot when I was doing my homework. But I've actually gone, because I think the theme for me is kind of, it's going to be a goal fest. So, kind of touching on your questions and things like that, I've gone both teams to score on over 3.5 goals. That's 2.3 two on SBK. As I mentioned, that, that stat of three of the last four meetings have seen both teams score and over 3.5 goals. So, you know, that did the Fingers math crossed. for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, touching on that Brighton, uh, yeah. both teams to score well, that week. went for last week, didn't go so well, but, go, but I've got high hopes. <laughs> okay, good. And for the whole of the weekend, Izzy, what is your best bet? Yeah, I, I kind of went a bit rogue with this one but I'm really confident I went Barnsley to be Exeter um that's at 1.58 I'm playing it safe a bit with the, with the odds there but you've got to look at Barnsley I think they've gone under the radar a bit and I'm pleased to put them on the forefront on this pod nice. and they've gone 11 games without a loss eight games since a home loss obviously it's a home tie this weekend they're on a red hot streak of three wins in three um and also they're absolute goal machines scored in those last 11 fixtures um obviously since that loss so 100% put my money on Barnsley. Fair enough. Freddie, for you? So I've backed your boys, Alex. Aston Villa to beat Chelsea at the bridge at 3.4. Villa, <laughs> <won death>. their... <laughs> Villa have won their last three games at Stamford Bridge. And Chelsea haven't even scored a goal in that, those games. They've won twice their last year in the league. Um, and it's just been a happy hunting ground for Villa recently. You're unbeaten in the last three games. Obviously, Villa having a, a pretty tremendous season. Uh and uh, I think Chelsea played on Tuesday against Middlesbrough, and they played quite a, a, a strong team mm. as well. So, so I think they they'll be they'll be tired in the legs. Three days later, they're playing another game against Premier League opposition. So, yeah, I fancy Villa in this one. Interesting. Okay, I've gone for Southampton to beat Watford at one point nine nine. Saints are unbeaten in twenty one. Uh, Remarkable record, stretching back to the 23rd of September. I watched them against Swansea at the weekend. Swansea, a team with a new manager. Um, and they were ve very, very impressive. Could easily have scored a lot more goals. Um, sort of tapered off towards the end, but I think they sort of knew the game was won. Watford in a bit of a tricky run. Only one win in the league since Christmas, and that was against QPR. 1-1 um, in this fixture back in December. And that took a 96-minute equaliser from Watford then to get that result. So I feel like Southampton are really sort of... they're on, they're on 
it's all about momentum really in the championship and they are absolutely flying at the moment so i'm going to back them izzy your next best for us please right i've gone forest to beat bristol city in the fa cup at 220 obviously on sbk obviously like bristol city credit to them you know for dispatching west ham brilliantly but kind of from around that's kind of been their only great result mm. in recent in in the season so far and you know they're struggling just two points for their last four league games and i think this just kind of that was maybe a step too far in terms of fatigue and things like that and also in terms of the head-to-head -head in this fixture Bristol City have won just two of their past nine meetings with Forest. Obviously, they've had quite a few run-ins in the league. Obviously, Forest were in the championship mm. and things like that. Um, so that really came into it. And I just think, as I mentioned, that fatigue is really kind of playing a role in, at Bristol City, having spoken to colleagues that cover the club because I don't cover them a great deal. So that played into my decision. And Freddie, for you? So I've gone both teams to receive two cards in the Nottingham Forest versus Bristol City game at 1.81. Forest City so, special. Yeah, it's Bristol a bit of a rogue one. But uh, <laughs> the reason I've done this is that Forest have seven yellow cards in two games in the FA Cup, uh, which is the most in the tournament. The only team that have more are Newport County who have played five games okay. uh, and they've got 10 cards so yeah forest <laughs> definitely up there and then bristol city have five yellow cards in two games so fourth in the tournament fourth most in the tournament so i i just think that, that these guys discipline so far in the fa cup hasn't been particularly good i think it could be quite a feisty feisty encounter forest what we're up against it uh, against blackpool in the last round um and bristol city obviously a, an amazing win against uh, west ham so I, this could get quite feisty. It's going to be quite a close game and uh, there's going to be cards flying around for both teams. Nice. I've also gone for a card. I've gone for Kyle Bartley to be carded in uh, West Brom v Wolverhampton Wanderers on uh, Sunday morning. Um, he's been booked eight times this season and he's and he's, he will. I think he will play. He's played in five of their last six matches. He's been booked in three of them. My prediction is this game will be tasty in capital letters as I've written on my sheet here. Um, Bartley will have a really tough task on his hands. He's got against the Premier League attack. Neto and Cunha are both real handfuls. And I, I just can't see a world where he doesn't end up getting himself in a bit of a trouble and receiving a yellow card. Um, long shot of the weekend. The FA Cup lends itself to these sort of upsets. That's what we all love it for. Is have you got an upset or have you got a little goal scorer? What have you got well, for I've us? I've gone for an upset, but I still feel like it's I'm slightly playing it safe again. It is touching on that West Brom to beat Wolves, and that's at 380. But you've just got to look at the stats on this one. Like West Brom have progressed from eight of their nine FA Cup ties against Wolves. Um, you know, it's got all the hallmarks of a great derby upset, I think. Wolves are winless in their past 11 away games against West Brom in all competitions. Um, their most recent victory at the Hawthorns was in 1996, before I was born. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just think, you know, West Brom could definitely do it in this. The Wolves just don't have a great track record, and that really played into my decision. Freddie, for you, mate? I've gone big this week. Okay. I've gone big. I've gone Newport County to beat Man United oh. <laughs> at 26. We call it the long shot of the weekend for a reason. Wow. <laughs> the magic of the FA Cup. Okay. This is why we love it. Man United, the big boys of the Premier League, are going all to Wales, to Newport County. Newport unbeaten in their last seven games. Okay. So going into this in, in decent form, we've seen Man United stop the turvy form this year. 
And they've only picked up 13 points from a possible 30 away from home. So they haven't been particularly good. And they have to go to Rodney Parade in Wales. And I think it's worth a little stake. We've seen weirder things happen in the FA Cup. So come on, Newport. <laughs> right. Well, I'm sort of reeling from that, really, to be honest. Um, I'm going to play it slightly more safe than you. Uh, Spurs to beat Manchester City um, at five, as we sort of touched on earlier. I think this game means a lot more to Spurs than it does to Man City. This is their only chance for a trophy this season. And like we said, since 2008, they haven't got one. So not that a Villa fan or a Fulham fan can really talk when it comes to that. Um, I'm weeping. Yeah. <laughs> the defence is back to full strength with Van de Ven and Romero. And I think that's a really, really good boost for them. Van de Ven was amazing at the start of the year. And they definitely would have benefited from a little break. I thought Van de Ven looked a little bit sort of edgy in his first game back against Man United wasn't quite where we thought he was going to be or where he was before he left um, Madison's back um, hopefully that will give them another boost and City have never even scored a goal here as we touched on mm. have consistently been a team that Pep has struggled against Spurs will miss Basuma and Saab but I just think and Son but at the price that they are I just, I just can't really ignore that I feel like it's sort of it's too good to be true almost thanks for listening to this episode of the sbk football podcast we hope we have given you everything you need ahead of this weekend's fa cup fourth round action if you enjoyed this week's show then please let us know by dropping a like and giving us any feedback in the comments we want to know how we can improve remember that new customers can get 30 pound in free bets when you sign up and place a first bet of 10 pounds with sbk t and c's apply and remember please gamble responsibly <laughs> <laughs>